Hello everybody and welcome back to yet another episode of Oh Wow with Jules and I'm really excited about this episode this week because not only because I really like the topic and I really think it's a really good topic to come back with but also because I I want to update you all on my life a little bit and not to get too personal even though we've like kind of established that I'm I'm being personal on this on this podcast I I want to give you like a little bit of an update on my life and even though it's not super interesting or anything like that I do think it's kind of needed so yeah obviously the the episode is going to be about overthinking and thank you to a wonderful student who told me about to actually like um told me about this and and when when she told me I actually thought about this because for a long time I had I had put it on on a back drawer because overthinking used to be something that I really struggled with and even though like up to like two years ago or something like that I was still having like a lot of issues with overthinking and I feel like now I'm in a place where I for some reason like I've I've done some things and some changes in my life that have made me realize that you know I can overcome this and it's been really freeing to realize that you know overthinking it's not forever and it's not something that you like kind of fix eventually and never comes back like that's not it but I do think I can give you like some tips and tricks to maybe help you with overthinking and if you're struggling with it know that you are not alone know that it's like a very frustrating thing to go through and and that I understand you and I'm here for you and if you ever want to talk you know where I am because I, I feel like Sometimes I'm I'm always saying that, but I, I truly mean it. And I feel like for some reason, a lot of people might think that I say it just because or to even like to be nice or whatever. But it's it's a fact that if you ever need me, I'm here and I'm I'm here to listen and to give advice and to help as much as I can, because I do think that, you know, we are teachers and and as much as that's our job. We're also people and and we want to help our students as much as we can. I'm, I'm speaking for myself and I do think that's that's one of my callings in life. It's to listen to people and tell people and to be there. And and that's one of the reasons that I why I became a teacher. But I am going to save all of that for another episode because I do want to make an episode on teaching and why I became a teacher and how is it going for me so far. Because it's had its ups and downs and... And it's a story that maybe not a lot of people know. So, yeah. But moving on to the update on my life. There's not a lot to say, actually. I've been thinking about it since I since I said it. I kind of made it seem like there was a lot going on, but there isn't. Basically, I I think I mentioned on another podcast episode that this year was being, you know, had a rough start for sure. And it actually, the first couple months up to like, March or so have been really emotionally difficult. I lost somebody really close to me and, and that obviously always hurts and you have to go through that pain and the grief of it all. But, but you know, I, I actually am very, have been very close to people who have passed and for some reason I feel like I've developed kind of like, um, n- I wouldn't say a healthy relationship, but I have developed kind of like a safe space with death. And I am somebody who believes in 
other lives. And I'm somebody who believes that when people pass away, they they don't just go and disappear. They're here with us. So that is a comfort, like a comfort in knowing that I think that and you don't have to think that. But it actually helps you when you lose someone that you really love and that you were really close to. Um, feeling like they are here with you and, and that they somehow haven't left fully actually gives you like a comforting feeling of, you know, there's still some part of them that lives here and obviously lives with every person that loved them. But, you know, it hasn't been as tough as, you know, when I was younger and I lost also somebody really close to me and, and that really struck with me because I, I guess I didn't have like the knowledge or the thoughts or the opinions that I do have about death. So um, if you're struggling with some, some, with some of this, um, maybe, maybe one day I'll make an episode about how to deal with grief, but I don't know, because it's, it's kind of a touchy subject, but, but yeah, if you're dealing with grief, know that you are also not alone and that um, you can talk to people that love you and that will listen to you and that's that's important but yeah so the first couple months were really hard and then they kind of like been progressively better and I'm now in a state of mind and in a mental health state that's really good and I and I'm really proud to say that because as you know like mental stability and mental health is not a stable thing at all it's like always going to be ups and downs and and that's kind of the beauty of it and and it's kind of well it's normal you know that our emotions fluctuate and change and and with time we'd like learn how to manage them kind of but it's a journey and if you're feeling you know in despair or something because you feel like you've gone back a few steps with your mental health just know that it's not you know a regular a regular journey and that sometimes you take three steps back and two steps forward and that's completely fine and just be patient with yourself and keep being there. And if you have to cry and if you have to feel all of your emotions at once, just sit down with them, feel them, and then move on. Because I feel like sometimes we forget that we actually need to feel and sit down with our emotions and not bottle them up because that's going to be even worse. And yeah, another update is that maybe I've, um, I've been to Ireland with some students from school and it actually has been really fun to disconnect and to, you know, have time to think about my priorities in life. And it actually has been a really nice time and a really good reminder that I'm always grateful to be where I am and to have the job that I do and to be the person that I am and to have the people that I have around me. And it's been, yeah, it's been a beautiful reminder, but I do need some break and I do think all of our students need a break. They need to relax and unwind and disconnect from school and come back for the two and something months that we have left from school better than ever and with with their priorities straight, I guess. But without further ado, let's move on to the topic of the of the podcast because I'm actually taking a lot of time just with the yes with this update. So yeah, the topic is overthinking and when I was kind of writing down what I wanted to say for this episode, I I think I didn't want to talk to you about kind of my experience with overthinking because I, I feel like I don't want to center it 
center every episode around me and my experience. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's like the only thing that I can talk about, you know, I can give you my tips and tricks. But at the end of the day, it's my my experience and what I what happened to me and that maybe helps you. So. So, yeah, basically, when I was like a teenager and if you know me now, you you'll know that I'm a very like peaceful person. I'm a happy and person. I'm always cheerful and and I'm actually very relaxed and stuff, but I I wasn't always like this. I actually was a very complicated teenager and when I say complicated, I don't mean that that I was a complicated person. I just had, you know, a lot of issues that I didn't know how to solve and I was really angry. That's I guess that's one of the things that I would point out the most. I was angry at myself, angry at the world, angry because I thought everything was against me and and I I didn't have a good support system to hold me back. My family who I love more than anything in the world and who are the most important people in my life just didn't back me up and didn't understand and I don't I don't blame them. I I'm actually not putting any blame on them and not I'm not putting any blame on myself either because I was a teenager I didn't know any better and they didn't know any better better either like they were scared and with my eating disorder and with all of these anger issues that I had I guess I guess sometimes we forget that our parents um are people too and they make mistakes and they have their feelings as well and like Sometimes we forget that they didn't get they didn't get a guidebook on how to be the best parents ever and they probably never went to therapy and never worked on themselves and never worked on their insecurities insecurities and that's that's tough because we now are in a generation where going to therapy is super accepted and and well seen but when when they were teenagers or even young adults wasn't like that and then they grew up with bad habits that they kind of introduced to their children and like we are the result of many many mixed communication errors many insecurities many things that are unsolved and I guess when I was a teenager I had a lot of I had taken up a lot of things from my mom and from my dad and I you know, for some reason, I thought that they were perfect, like these perfect creatures that never made any mistake and I should listen to them. And when they told me, like, you are complicated, I believed it because, you know, I saw that I was like, I was hurting them with my eating disorder and I I was hurting them with my overthinking and my issues. But, you know, I think that when I grew up, I realized that I wasn't to put the blame for. They weren't either. It was just like, you know, a bad situation that they didn't know how to control and I didn't know how to control either. And you might be asking yourself, why are you telling us all of this? And why are you not talking about overthinking? And it's because it is necessary for you to know that I was an angry teenager and that all these things were happening because that's when my overthinking kind of started. And... It was really bad, you know. I always I it's kind of funny because I believe in the in horoscopes and stuff and at that time I started to believe in that and I read once that Gemini's um and I'm a Gemini that Gemini's um can stop talking and thinking about stuff and it's like a constant 
cannot turn off your brain kind of thing. So I was like, oh, that makes sense because I started seeing that I went to sleep and I couldn't sleep and day after day after day, I felt like I couldn't turn off my brain. And for some reason, at first I was like okay with it and then I started to get really frustrated and that obviously kind of like mutated into my mood of the day and then I would spend all day like angrier because I hadn't slept and and I was in a bad mood because you need your hours of sleep to actually you know function as a human being so so yeah that's kind of how my overthinking started and at first I didn't pay a lot of attention to it I was like it's gonna go eventually but I started needing to take pills to sleep to sleep and that was really challenging and I I knew I needed to find a way to turn off my brain and what what basically happened to me is I would go to sleep and I would or go to bed and I would think about every little thing that I had done that day every little comment that I made how the other person reacted why did I say it and I would blame myself for it and I would um overthink and fear every little thing in my life and fear that the people that I love would suffer, fear that bad things would happen. And I didn't know at the time that that was a sign of anxiety, that that was a symptom of anxiety. Like um, picturing the bad scenarios in any situation. I thought that was like, you know, I thought, yeah, that's fucked up for sure. But I didn't, I actually didn't understand yet that that was anxiety and that that was like a you know my body was telling me you need to stop and you need to sit down for a second and assess why you are worrying so much about every little detail of your life and why are you wasting away so much pressure precious time that you have on this earth and with the people that you love and and why are you so angry you know and overthinking what it is and and I don't want to offend anybody, but I do think overthinking is a deep fear that you cannot control things and that the thing that things are never going to be exactly how you want them to be or how you think they should be. And what it is, it's basically you are hurting yourself, even though you might not realize that you are, you are constantly, you know, hurting your your own self with your thoughts. Today I was talking to somebody about how important it is to control your thoughts and we were talking about it and I I said it's the most important thing apart from being grateful and being a good person. If you can control what you think, if you can control and when I say control I don't mean actually like you know fully master your brain and your thoughts like that's impossible but be aware of what you're thinking and why are you thinking that and how can I, you know, change some patterns in my brain that sometimes happen naturally, you know? And I think I think it's one of the most important things and it's also one of the hardest things to do. But once you start doing this practice and once you realize that you can actually train your brain to do anything, that you have the power to actually change the way you think, to actually change the way you love yourself, to actually change the way you act, you become so powerful. You become like a peaceful person that's okay with themselves, that's okay to help other people. And and that's hard, especially when you're a teenager. You, you are probably now just trying to 
you know, I don't know how to even put it. You're probably trying now to create an identity in this world and to figure out your opinions and who you want to be and what you want to do. And it's a lot of pressure for a 17-year-old person or 16 or whatever it is. It's And a lot of people have like this strong personality and they and they have known for a lot of years who they are and what they want to be and how they want to act on this world. But that wasn't my case. And I compare myself to everybody and I and this overthinking of what am I going to do and and I'm not good enough maybe to do whatever it is that I want to do. And that was really tough. And when I finally, I think... I was like around 20, 21. I was like, I, I'm going to stop living what everybody else wants me to live like. And I'm going to start living my life and and doing my truth and what I want to be in this world. And that's kind of like when my overthinking stopped. And I want to tell you how it stopped and what things I did to make it stop. Because um, eventually I had to leave the pills to sleep. Eventually I had to take a step back and be like, I can do this on my own because I didn't want to rely on pills to sleep my whole life. And I wanted to be able to turn off my brain and, and say, no, like, I'm going to win this. My thoughts are not going to win this. So what I started to do is I started doing meditation and I got very into meditation. And maybe you're one of these people that think that to do meditation, you have to like have your mind completely blank and not think about anything, but that's completely not the case. And I actually want to recommend some apps that I think that are free. Both of these apps are free and I think they can really be a good help for anybody who's trying to start um, a meditation journey. The apps are called, they are on Apple, but I don't know if they are on Android, but I'm probably sure they are. They are called Simple Habit and another one is called Inside Timer. Now, why am I recommending these apps? I really think that they have like, they have short meditations that you can do morning and night. I do recommend that you start slow and you take it, you know, at a slow pace and you maybe start in the morning or at night with like a five minute meditation. The best one for me and the one that makes me go to sleep and that makes me relax the most is called a body scan. And I do this at night and it's like heaven because it makes you aware of every part of your body and makes you forget about where you are it kind of like you enter into a trance that you don't even know where you are when you kind of come out of it it's wonderful I do recommend it so much and I think meditation is a really good way to control your thoughts to be aware of what you're thinking and to shift your perspective and be like oh I'm having a bad thought I'm overthinking right now I'm aware that I'm doing it. What can I do to stop this? So I'm going to think about something positive or I'm going to um, make a list about something. Like whatever it is, it's going to help you distract yourself from like the pain that you might be inflicting on yourself at that moment. So yeah, meditation is actually something that, sorry, that um, really, really helped me and once you create a habit of doing it and you insert it into your routine, like you're going to become unstoppable. Finally, another important thing that I did and then I continue to do until up to this day is journaling. 
And I started with like a normal notebook or journal and I started like writing down my thoughts and what, like, for instance, if like something was worrying me, like, like if I said a comment that day and I kept overthinking it for like an hour and I kept hurting myself and saying, why was I so stupid to say this comment? Or I had an exam and I was overthinking about it and thinking that I would fail or imagining all of these scenarios in my mind. And I was, you know, kind of feeling the pain of, of you know, the, that fake situation. What I would do is I would get my notebook that I always had like around me and even like I actually carried one on my purse, but like I have one on the, on my bedside table and stuff. And like, I think like I just got it and I started writing down like, what is the thought that I'm having? Okay, I'm thinking about um, an exam. Okay, can I do something right now? about this yes I can maybe study a little bit or no I cannot do anything right now because it's 2 a.m and I'm not going to start studying right now for this you know um we also have to realize that problems are important to us and we don't need to take anybody's advice and listen to people when they say oh I have bigger problems oh my problem when I was younger is that like it was huge and your problem is nothing. No, your problems matter and they are valid. And whatever you're going through is super valid. And you need to listen to yourself and find ways to help yourself. Because if you just sit there and you do nothing, if you pity yourself and you say, I'm overthinking, and but I'm doing nothing, it's never going to go away. You actually need to take action and and be like, you know what? This is not going to win me. Like, I'm strong and I can do this and I'm I'm worth it and 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 say all these positive things to yourself because you know you matter so much on this um planet and maybe it's a cliche and maybe you think it's super corny but it's never a, a bad reminder to know that you whoever is listening to this you are important and and you mean so much and you bring so much to this life that you should never, never forget that. And maybe your overthinking is hurting you right now and it's leaving, leading you to places that you don't want to be led to, but know that you can get out from there. And, and yeah, and journaling really can help. And actually, I'm going to recommend a journal that maybe you have heard of, but it's kind of like one of my lifesavers and I'm not joking about this. It's called the Five Minute Journal. And it's on Amazon, but it's like on a lot of like um, websites, I guess. But I bought it on Amazon. And it, what it basically is, is a journal that takes only five minutes a day to fill in. Maybe you spend like three minutes in the morning, two minutes a night, and you're done. And it's a really, really positive thing to incorporate to your life, especially if you're overthinking, because it helps you like wake up in a better mood, go to sleep and know the things that happen during the day and let me explain exactly what it is. Basically, in the morning, you have to fill in th three different things. First of all, you have to fill in three things that you're grateful for that day. Can be anything for I'm grateful for, my family I'm grateful for, whatever it is. Then you have to fill in three things that you, that would make your day great. So it would be something like, my day would will be great if this happened, okay? And then finally, what you need to do is you need to write a positive affirmation about yourself. And it has to start with I am. It can be anything from 
I am intelligent and I am capable of controlling my emotions. I am capable of whatever it is. It has to start with I am and it has to be positive. And that's it. That's all you do in the morning. And it might seem like um, like a silly thing to do, but it starts to change your mind and you start to realize every little thing more because you're forcing to think about things that you're grateful for. And a lot of days it will be the same thing that you're grateful for. Like I'm always grateful for my family and I'm always grateful for being alive. But I try to think of little things that I'm also grateful for and I force myself to like think about them because they also matter and they make me forget a little bit more about all the bad that's going on and makes me for a second actually center myself and, and, and think about beautiful things and then at night you take a couple minutes to write down three things that went great on that day that made you smiled that made you happy and then one thing that you could have done differently. Now, this one is, the I think, a really important one because it's not all, all like super happy and, and cheerful and stuff. You actually have time to reflect on one thing that you could have done better. And to me, that's my small part of the day where I actually dedicate time to think about something that I could have potentially done better. Like, oh, I actually... Like, for instance, sometimes I don't like the way I respond to somebody because I'm stressed in the moment and I'm like, I wish I would have done that differently. I write it down. And then I take a second to like think about that and and be like, I'm sorry about this. How can I be better next time? But I I don't blame myself. I don't push myself and I don't, I don't treat myself badly because of that. I take it as an opportunity to learn but then I also wrote down three things that went amazing that day and that made me smile. And that's far beyond more important than anything bad that happened on that day. So both meditation and journaling are amazing things that can help you with your overthinking. But know that it's a journey and that it's a journey for life as as it is loving your body and as it is loving yourself. And it's... uh an active commitment every every single day of your life to be aware of what you're thinking, to help yourself and to understand that you are the most important person in your life and that you have to take care of your state of mind and your mental health and your body and your and who you are because you you are amazing just the way you are and you truly are and I hope you remember that forever and ever and ever because as cliche as I know it sounds, it's true. And I think I'm going to leave it here. Hopefully I did talk about overthinking because I, like whenever I finish these things, I'm like always I black out and I never remember what I even talked about. But hopefully I did and hopefully I made sense. And if you took something from it, um, that would make me really happy. And if you don't, I'm sorry. And and I'll try to, you know, be better. And Because I don't really script this. I just start. Um, I start talking and sometimes I get confused, but I do think I kind of made some sense and yeah, have an amazing holiday and relax and disconnect and cause you deserve it. And then I'll see you or I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.